Hello, everybody. Welcome yes. to What's the Word. <laughs> you good? I'm good. Um, I'm one good. of the things I that I've learned about Kevin is he's not as fond of pictures of himself. <laughs> I don't like it at all. <laughs> so the thumbnail came up and he said, I look like a dope. <laughs> That's why I'm laughing. I think he looked great. I thought I'm it was glad. a very good. I'm glad. I thought it was a very good picture. It's going to be out there on the internet now. Like yep. it or not, it's forever. It's out there. It's there forever. <laughs> as long as YouTube exists, that image will still yes, exist. Yes, it's okay. I'll, yeah. I'm fine. I'm fine. <laughs> It'll be good. All right, well, guys, thank you for joining us today. Hey, guys, do do us something. Uh, in the comments, first, I want you to sh say who you are and where you're watching from. We want to know who all's watching today, and on top of that. Uh, put in the comments, throughout this week, if you've been following with us today, we've been giving different keys to, uh, different keys to increase, different keys to, to find success and growth, and, and different keys, basically, that God has given us in His Word right. to increase. And so if any of those keys has stuck out to you, put it in the comments, which, which of those keys has stuck out to you the most. Yes. And, and uh, just to kind of give a very brief mm -hmm. recap, um, some of the things that we've been talking about was uh, having a kingdom first mentality. Mm -hmm. uh, that's that's a big one. Uh, kingdom first mentality. We talked about, let me look at my tithing. notes, tithing, sowing and reaping. We talked about uh, love, you know, operating in love. I can give all I have to the poor. And if I have not love, I gain nothing. Right. But So if I do it in love, there's gain to that. Yes. We yeah. talked about... Um, we talked about uh, fellowship with mm -hmm. the Father, that, that it's in fellowship, abiding in Him, right. that we produce. Yep. We talked about, uh, yesterday we talked about contentment, we talked about faith, mm -hmm. and we talked about some other third thing that's not on my notes because it came up out of nowhere, um, but it was really good. Out of nowhere, out of the Holy if Spirit. If you remember what it was, it was the Holy Spirit because it wasn't in the notes. Uh, Pastor Nicole says, hi, I'm Nicole. I'm watching from right here. Right, ah, she, right here. here cause she's Perfect. Nicole Wright. Well done. Priscilla says, Priscilla Rogers listening from the sound booth. Sounds like she's reporting in. She Priscilla listening. Rogers reporting from the sound listening booth. Listening from the sound booth. Yeah. Um, but honestly, a lot of these keys, like, you see, and we're going to be talking about this a little bit today, but it's important as we're diving into really any topic, you know, in Scripture, mm -hmm. The main thing we need to ask ourselves, or, or whenever we're asking a question, right, concerning doctrine, the main thing we need to ask ourselves is, what does the Bible say? Yeah. What's right? the Word? What's the Word? What's the Word? Yeah, what's the word in here. the Word? What does the Bible say? And, and the topic that we've kind of been addressing is the topic of just prosperity, mm -hmm. uh, of increase. Mm -hmm. You know, we've been talking about um, fi finding, you know, what does the Bible say about prosperity? Is yes. prosperity biblical? That's where we started out this yes. week. You know, and, uh, and that's a question that we need to ask, you know, because a lot of us, we've been taught that it's not. Yes. You know, some of us, we've been taught that it is biblical. And, and re really, there's only one place to find the answer. Yep. It's in, in the, the Bible. Is it biblical? It's uh, in the fine. Word. It's in the Bible. And, uh, and that's why, you know, uh, <clears throat> it's important for us to actually know what the Bible says. Yes. Because when people start to teach us things contrary to the Bible, if, we, if this Word is in our hearts, mm -hmm. They're, it's not going to phase us. It's right. not going to move us. Right. And so, and so, grounded in the word. Yeah, grounded in the word. And so, uh, one of the things that we're going to be talking about today, because again, the the topic of today is how to guarantee success. Yes. How to guarantee success? How can, can we guarantee success? Is a very good question to ask ourselves, right? Can can we have a guarantee of success? You know, in a we, world where we get a guarantee of success. Mm -hmm. 
the Lord gives us a guarantee of success. Yeah. But there's a responsibility that we have to get there. That's true. That's, That's the true. important part of it. That's true. Put, put in the comments, Joshua 1.8. Mm -hmm. Joshua 1.8. And, and as we read mm -hmm. through this, um, this is like, I'm just, I just pray that this sticks out to you. Actually, we're going to read, we'll read Joshua 1, 7 and 8, because they're both good. Okay. So do you, would more you like is, to read? More is better. Yeah. More, more is, is better. More is always better. Oh, or if you were in a different place. Oh, then. that's okay. I can get back there. <laughs> that's true. You're on NASB. Okay. Only be strong and very courageous. Be careful to do according to all the law, which Moses, my servant, commanded you. Mm -hmm. Do not turn from it to the right or to the left so that you may have success wherever you go. This book of the law shall not depart from your mouth, but you shall meditate on it day and night, so that, you're, so that you may be careful to do according to all that is written in it. Yeah. For then you will make your way prosperous, and then you will have success. Do you hear that? So mm, I do. I, I really like um, what uh, God says to Joshua in verse 7. He says, so that you may have success wherever you go. Yeah. He doesn't say so that you may have success most of the time. Right. He doesn't say so that you may have success some of the time. You know, like, you know what I mean? Like uh, yeah. God is literally saying, I have established a method yes. to where you can be successful no matter where you go. Yes. No matter what situation you're in. Hear, hear this. No matter what. Uh, what country you live in, yes. no matter who's your, you know, who's in authority over you, yeah. no matter where your job is, no right. matter what you do, right. God has established a method to where we can succeed anytime, yeah. anywhere, yes. in any circumstance. Yes. No and, matter and who's can, up against you, no yeah. matter what the circumstances look mm -hmm. like, no matter what, you know, somebody might say to you, yeah. the word says it. Mm -hmm. and, and God says, if you will, then I will. Mm -hmm. If you'll obey and follow his commands, yeah. he's going to bring you to success. You will find success. Amen. Amen. It, go, it goes back into what we, we've been saying the last couple of days, that <sighs> prosperity is not in and of itself a promise. Right. It's, it's attached to the covenant. Because right. uh, like we've been talking, all these scriptures, there's an if attached to them. Yes. If you... Uh, in Deuteronomy 28, if you obey my commands and are careful to do all that I, I command you today, then yeah. I will set you high. Yes. Right? Deuteronomy yes. 28. You got, um, it, uh, mm. if you like, sow bountifully, you'll reap bountifully. Yes. You know, like they're, they're all attached to covenant. They're all right. attached to what we need to do. Right. And, and right here, jo God is giving Joshua instruction to be successful mm. no matter what. Mm. What is that instruction? The instruction is know the word. Yes. Study the word. Yes. Meditate on the word. Yes. Let let the word be in your <clears throat> mind. Let it come out of you. Let it, he actually says, uh, you shall meditate on it day and night. Be careful to do all that is written in it. Um, and then he says, let it not depart from your mouth. Mm -hmm. So we're always speaking the word. We're always thinking the word. And we're always ingesting the word. And when we make a habit of that, yes. he says, you will have success wherever you go. Yes. Wherever you go, you'll have success. Uh, and in, in chapter 8, I think the New King James mm -hmm. says, and you'll prosper and succeed in all you do. In all you do. In all you do. Mm -hmm. That sounds like a guarantee. Yeah. In all you do. Yeah. Um, I... So many times uh, I, I, I've been in a situation where I wonder, you know, why isn't this working? Why am I not 
getting success? Why, why did I fail here? Why did it break down? Why yeah. did God not come through? Mm -hmm. yeah. That's really, uh, it was the wrong question for me to ask. The, the, mm -hmm. the truth of it is, is where, where did I miss what the word instructed me to do? Have yeah. I missed something? Have I not done it? Yeah. Um, I, I was. We were talking a little earlier in Proverbs. Um, in Proverbs thirteen thirteen says, "The one who despises the word will be in debt to it, yeah. but the one who fears the commandment will be rewarded." Mm -hmm. And taking that that the word of God as as a a, a life source, a, as your source of direction. Um, it's it's key. We we're talking so many different aspects of this, but at the heart of it has to be my my willingness to obey the word of God, my willingness to let the word guide my direction and yeah. and lead me, and let yeah. the Lord lead me. let him be my Lord, yeah. and and get me to where He wants me to be, yeah. which is this blessing. He mm -hmm. he says, choose life, mm -hmm. choose it. Yeah, yeah. He he literally said. I, I put before you life and death. Mm -hmm. <laughs> That's literally what he said. Yeah. I, like, I have laid out before you life and death. And then he says, choose life. Yes. And a lot of people are wondering, well, you know, all these deaths and all these issues and all these problems surrounding me, you know, these must be the will of God. Because, like, you know, people have that mentality that everything that happens is part of the will of God. But God is literally saying, I picture this. This is who God is. He's seen every single decision that will ever be made, right? Yeah. Yeah. And he knows what decisions will lead to life. Mm -hmm. He knows what decisions will lead to death. Yes. And so what he chose to do is he chose to give us his word so that we can know what decisions will lead us to life and what decisions will lead us to death because he's good Amen. he doesn't want us to go to death Amen. he doesn't want us to be destroyed right. uh he actually he said the bible says uh and i believe it's hosea 4 6 uh my people god said my people are destroyed for a lack of knowledge yes. A lack of knowledge of what? A lack of knowledge of His yeah, Word. Knowing Him. Yeah. They, they don't know His Word, and because they don't know His Word, they're not applying His Word. Because they're not applying His Word, they're destroyed. Yes. And, and what God is literally saying is, I know, he, he, like you can hear the heart of God just in the fact that He gave us this book. Amen. Right? You hear the heart of God because God is saying, I know what decisions will make you prosperous. Mm -hmm. I know what decisions will lead you to lack and, and to... to to poverty. Yes. And so I'm going to give you instructions on how you can ensure and guarantee success in your life. Yes. That's what this book is. Yes. How beautiful is it that God actually gave us mm. a guidebook to life? You know, mm -hmm. like, like we can, I mean, we, we, can, we, there's a ton of books. You can go into any bookstore and find out how to plant a garden, you know, yeah. how to make a successful garden. You can, you can go and find out how, like, read a book on how, how to be a better parent. You can read a book on how to, how to um, yeah. fix my broken toilet. You know, you can find books on all these things. Yeah. And, but a lot of people, what they really need is, how do I live? Yeah. How do, how do I do life? How, how do I go through life with, with joy? You know, yes. and, and God literally gave us the book, 
it, but but you know, a lot of times we just want to read other people's books when, or yeah. or we want we we pray and say, God, help me, God, give me a word, give me a word, give me a word, God, like I, I need a word, and God's saying, well, if you know the word, it's in there, it's in there. The answer is in the word, yeah. Yeah. And, and if we want to prosper and succeed, put that in the comments. The my answer is in the word. So what, what God is saying to Joshua, he's saying, hey, make sure you're always speaking the word. Never let it depart your mouth. Yes. Make sure you're always <laughs> ingesting the word. Put it always before you, right? Yes. Make sure you're always thinking the word. Put, put it in the comments. You know, uh, confess the word. Ingest the word. Uh, and, and what was the third one that I just said? Confess, ingest, and um, I literally just said it. Meditate on a day and night. Oh, and think of the word. Think, think on the word. Think Dwell it. on the word. Yes. See, those, that's the answers to what we need. When, when the word gets in us and we're just devouring the word. Uh, I actually heard Jonathan Shuttlesworth say it this way. He said, uh, light or well, what was it? Light time in the word. No time in the word. Miserable life guaranteed. <laughs> light time Ouch. in the word. Mostly miserable life guaranteed. Mostly miserable. Oh. But he said... But a heavy devotion to ingesting the word of God, successful life guaranteed. Amen. You, do you hear that? Mm. No time in the word, miserable life guaranteed. Mm. Light time in the word, mostly miserable life guaranteed. And then a heavy devotion to ingesting the word of God, successful life guaranteed. Okay. Proverbs sixteen twenty. Mm. He who gives attention to the word will find good. Hey. <laughs> and blessed is he who trusts in the Lord. I really like the simplicity of that. He who gives attention to the word will find good. Hey, pay attention to this. It good says things it. happen. It's in there. <laughs> pay attention. Good. <laughs> if, you, if you pay attention to the word, it leads to good. <laughs> if you we don't, want, it leads to we bad. Want good. That's guarantee right there. Pay yeah. attention to the word and you'll find good. Yeah. It, if, it, you're, if you're suffering with lack, if you're suffering with trouble, mm -hmm. um, just no. I, let me just hit you with another one. This one uh, kind of struck me. Mm -hmm. um, <laughs> I gotta find this. You guys are gonna like what? Really? This actually says this. Proverbs thirteen twenty one. Adversity pursues sinners. Mm. Yep. You got a lot of adversity in your life. In your life. Are you obeying the word? Are you actually following what the Lord leads you or says for you to do, the best things that he's told you to do? Um, I know that's pretty harsh, but that's, that's three words. If you ever want to know where, where adversity is coming from or why it's hitting you, um, you might want to take a look at some things because adversity pursues sinners. The, the Bible er, in, in Deuteronomy, we were talking about the blessings overtaking you. So the blessing, if you're obedient, will chase you down. Mm -hmm. The blessing will chase you down if you're obedient. Yeah. It, it will pursue you. But adversity pursues sinners. Mm -hmm. So that, that's that life and death wait there. Yeah. Choose to obey and follow the, what the word says, and his blessing will pursue you and overtake you. That's it's right. going to outrun you. Mm -hmm. You can't get away from it. But if you don't and you choose to disobey and you, you walk in sin, you let sin in your life, you entertain it, and you don't avoid it, adversity is going to chase you down. Yeah. 
Well, you know, one of the things, there's actually another Proverbs that says, um, a wise, a wise me- or a wicked messenger falls into trouble, but a wise uh, counselor falls into health, essentially, mm. is what, what it Amen. said. Um, health or healing. You know, a, a wise messenger brings, or a wicked messenger brings trouble. A wise messenger brings healing. And, and basically what he was saying, oh, it's literally the one right, right there. Proverbs 13, 7, that's funny, it's right there. Yes. A wicked messenger falls into adversity, but a faithful envoy brings it's healing. healing. And, so, mm. and, and so, well, and, and recognize this, because, mm. because not, just because you face adversity doesn't mean you're a sinner, right? Because right? Right. Jesus faced adversity. But if life is constantly just adversity after adversity, I could never seem to get a break in life. Yeah. Every, like w- one thing gets fixed and then another thing just keeps coming up. You know, yeah. that, that's when you have to like stop and actually take a step back and, and, and look and just scan over your life and say, am I actually living this? Or yes, yes. Because, because we recognize that the enemy is going to make attacks. You know, yeah. the enemy oh, yeah. is going to try to come at us. Definitely. There are going to be moments when our flesh doesn't feel it, but... We have the victory. Yes. God's not leading us to adversity. He's leading us to triumph. Amen. Right? Amen. 2 Corinthians 2.14. Yes. Yes. Thanks be to God who always leads us in triumph mm-hmm. in Christ. Mm-hmm. In Christ. And who is Christ? Who is Christ? Uh, John, John the Word. One. In the beginning was the Word. The Word was with God. The Word was God. And then fast forward, and the Word became flesh and dwelled among us. Amen. Amen. So when we, like, so talking about abiding in Christ. Yes. That, that means abiding in the Word as well. Yes. He is, the, he is the Word. The Word is in Him. The Word was God. You know, right. now I'm not saying that this book is God, but what I am saying is God breathed it. Yes. Let, let's look at that. Yes. Um, was it uh, 1 All Timothy scripture. 4? No, 1 Timothy, uh, or Hebrews 4.12. Mm-hmm. Let's look at that. Hebrews 4.12. The Word of God. This is a good one. Hebrews 4.12. Are you, are you guys getting something out of this? Put, a, put some hands up in the comments. Because if anything, I'm getting something out of this. I'm Hebrews 4.12. This is preaching to me as much as it is anybody <laughs> else. Just so you know, okay? So I, I hear it too. My, mm-hmm. And, and what I, I want to clarify that, you know what I'm talking about? Adversity pursuing sinners. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not necessarily saying make that the litmus test of your life. Yeah. That if there's adversity, <laughs> there's sin. What I am trying to caution you against is making a... A conscious decision to ignore the word of the Lord, mm-hmm. to, to go into sin and stay there. Yeah. And the warning is that adversity will chase you down yeah. if you choose to disobey the word. That's good. Yeah, and actually, you know, talking about that, let's just take a moment. Um, next week, God's put it on Pastor's heart to start sharing a series of teachings, and mm-hmm. it's going to be powerful, and you want to hear this. We can put that slide actually up on the screen right now. Next week, Pastor's going to be talking about how to overcome sin, mm-hmm. how to recognize sin's traps, you know, how to recognize the traps of sin, and how to overcome them, Tell how to word. fight them. Yes, so next week on What's the Word, make sure you join us as we talk about how to overcome sin, how to... How to uh, how to avoid sin traps. And it's going to be awesome. I'm actually really excited about this. But let's look at Hebrews 4.12 for a minute. Hebrews 4.12 says this, For the word of God is living and active. It's sharper than any two-edged sword and piercing as far as the division of soul and spirit, of joints and marrow, and able to judge the thoughts and the intentions of the heart. Mm -hmm. So, So you hear that. 
you know, that's what the Word of God is. It's alive and active, mm-hmm. sharper than any, any double-edged sword. So this is what the Word of God does. Mm-hmm. See, the Word of God is not a book from like years and years and years, like written thousands of years ago that's irrelevant to us today. Yeah, true. It's alive and active today. And, and when it says it's sharper than any two-edged, double-edged sword, dividing the bones and marrow or the soul and the spirit, mm-hmm. what it divides is it divides what you, your preconceived ideas, that's your soul, yes. right? what, what I think the Word says versus what the Word actually says. Yes. As I meditate on the Word more and more, I begin to realize that what I thought it said, it doesn't say. <laughs> well, as I meditate on the Word mm-hmm. in, in fellowship with the Father, Yes. That, that's actually a, a huge key. It is. Um, it is. If I'm meditating on the Word in my relationship with God, where, you know, this is actually something that I do a lot of times before I read the Word, is I, I, I just pray over myself, uh, Ephesians 1, um, where Paul prayed uh, that, that God will give him a spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of Him. Amen. I usually pray that before I even open my Bible. Lord, mm. give me a spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of You. God, let the eyes of my understanding be enlightened. Essentially, God, as I'm reading these words, show me something. You know, because yeah. like, there's, there's a whole difference between just reading words on a page and reading words on the page with the one who wrote them. You know? Amen. Wow. Like picture, like I, I like to picture it this wow. way. If I'm, if I'm reading like my wife's diary when she was like a teenager or something like that, just just to be entertained by it, you know, I'm just reading through it. Okay. Or actually, let's let's pretend it's not my wife because that because I know my wife. But let's say I'm reading somebody's diary, right? Mm-hmm. Maybe yep. Anne Frank's diary, right? Okay. That's diary of Anne Frank. I'm yeah. reading the diary of Anne Frank, and as I'm reading through it, I see all these things, and I'm creating in my head an idea of who she is. Yes. But if I don't actually know her, I don't know her. You know what I mean? Yes, true. I, I, cre- I can create in my own mind an idea of who she is based on what she's written. Right. But imagine if I'm sitting there right next to Anne Frank and reading through that. What, what is she able to do? She's able to pull out things. Amen. Actually, when that happened, let me, let me you know. Yeah, give you the bigger help, picture. Yeah, let me give you a bigger picture. Help yeah. you understand it in a way that you can understand it. So, so imagine now reading the Word of God with the Holy Spirit as your guide. Like, Holy Spirit, help guide, guide me in my study. Help me as I'm meditating on this. Lord, I don't know everything. That's humility again. Yeah, yeah. You know, Lord, I don't know everything, but, what I, but all I want, all I need is you. And, and as I'm studying the Word, the Word is actually able to pierce and let me know, oh, man, there's something in my life that I need to change. Amen. Because if we're doing it with the Holy Spirit, we'll read the Word of God and we'll change. We'll change and yes. we'll grow. Yes. If we're not reading it with the Holy Spirit, we'll get to a verse that we don't like and then we'll just skip it. Oh, you know, let's just skip ahead a chapter or we'll read through it real quick and get to the part we like. You know, or we just read the verses we like wow. <laughs> and we ignore all the stuff we You're don't like. You're stepping on toes, buddy. Uh, that's You're why we're here. stepping on toes. That's why we're here. No, but, but here's the thing, though. When I'm meditating on the word, yeah. no, notice back in Joshua chapter 1, verse 8, what did God say? Yeah. Be careful to do mind. what you agree with. Oh. No. Be careful to do no. all that is written in it. All that is written in it. Here, yeah. let, let me read whether, that one more time. Whether you like it or not. This book of the law shall not depart from your mouth, but you shall meditate on it day and night, so that you may be careful to do according to all that is written in it. All. Oh. All that is written in it, for then, then you will make your way prosperous. Hmm. Then you will make your way prosperous, and then you will have good success. So, So literally, if I choose to take this word 
for what it is, the word of God, Amen. where God is saying, I'm putting before you life and death. Choose life. Yes. If I choose to be careful to do all that is written in this, I will then walk, spend my days in prosperity. Mm -hmm. I will spend my years in pleasure. I'm going to spend my years just in, in, in this beautiful relationship with God where I'm just increasing mm -hmm. and increasing and increasing and increasing mm -hmm. because God has already lined it up in His Word. Amen. This is literally the guidebook to have a prosperous life. Mm -hmm. Well, you, you were talking about life and death and scripture that keeps coming to me is that um, there's, a, there's a way that seems right to a man. Yeah. But the end thereof is death. You know, it says that twice in Proverbs. Really? Two separate verses. And, and then the word says early on that, that mm -hmm. uh, the beginning of, of wisdom is the fear of the Lord. Yeah. The respect of mm -hmm. who he is and what he says mm -hmm. and, and having that honor for the word of the Lord that it's above me. It's above everything I know, everything that I've been taught, anything that I can think of on my own. Mm -hmm. And that relying on just what I think is not going to bring me success. It's not a guarantee of any good thing. Yeah. In fact, the word says that it's it's going to end in a bad way. Yeah. Yeah. So. And and here's the beauty of it. Why did God give us this word? Because He doesn't want us destroyed. Amen. He doesn't want us to f go through life facing all these issues and problems. Mm -hmm. I, I actually heard Ted Shuttlesworth Jr. say it this way. God wants you to learn by instruction, not by destruction. Oh, yeah. Put that in the comments. <laughs> God good. wants me to learn by instruction, not by destruction. Yes. And so, and so he, like we were saying, like if I'm, if I'm ignoring this word mm -hmm. and, I, and I find myself getting in a place where, like, let, let's say I'm spending my life opposing God, you know, uh, living in sin, and I go into jail because of it, right? Huh. Because of my own actions. Yeah. But by the grace of God, I can find God in jail. Yeah. You know, they give yeah. me a Bible, I find Jesus. Yeah. Praise God. Amen. But here's the reality. God didn't put me in jail so that I can find him. Yes, true. He, he used that situation to bring me to him, but he didn't cause all those issues. I caused all those issues myself. Yeah. You know, um, it, like, because there's a lot of people who say, oh, man, because of this cancer, I drew closer to God. God, you, God gave oh. me this cancer so that I can draw closer. No, he didn't. No, he didn't. No, he didn't. But he's able to use situations to draw you closer to him. Yeah. But he doesn't cause destruction. We cause destruction. It's like a kid walking up, to a, walking up with a knife in his hand, walking up to an outlet. What's the father going to do? Don't, Don't put that in there. Stop. Don't do it. Why is his father saying that? Because he doesn't want to see his kid hurt. What if the kid ignores the, destruction, the, the instruction, sticks the knife in there? Yeah, and gets he that. learned a lesson. Yeah, hopefully we'll just learn a lesson. He learned the lesson by <laughs> destruction, but his father had no desire for him to learn by true, destruction. Very true. Which is why he gave them the instruction. Mm. The reason God gave us his word is so that we can meditate on it and we can avoid destruction in our, yes, yes, in our life. Yes, yes. But if we enter into destruction and we learn something from it, God can use those destructive moments to teach us something. Yes. But he has no desire for, those, for it to get that far. He, he says, meditate on this word, and then you can avoid that. Yes. Meditate on this word, and you can avoid that. Actually, I wanted to read to you guys Proverbs chapter 3. Proverbs 3 is probably my second favorite chapter in all the Bible. Okay. Maybe second. my third favorite or fourth favorite. Top all right. five. All right. Sure. Um, Where are we going? Uh, Proverbs 3. I'm going to look at verse 13. Proverbs 3, 13 to 17. 
How blessed is the man who finds wisdom and the man who gains understanding. Where do we find wisdom? Where do we find understanding? In the Word. In the Word, right? Actually, if you go back to chapter 2, verse 6, it says, The Lord gives wisdom. From His mouth comes knowledge and understanding. Mm -hmm. He stores up, what is this? This is God storing up sound wisdom mm -hmm. for the upright. Amen. So this is literally God storing up His wisdom. This is God's wisdom in a book. Yes. How beautiful is that? So blessed is the man who finds wisdom and the man who gains understanding. For her profit is better than the profit of silver. Her gain is better than five and gold. So, you know, we can pursue those things, but there's actually something that gives you more profit even than actually more. gaining those things. Even worth more. Yeah. And mm. then he says this, she is more, she, meaning wisdom, is more precious than jewels and nothing you desire compares to her. And hear this, long life is in her right hand and in her left hand are riches and honor. Amen. And then he says this, her ways are pleasant and all her paths are peace. Wow. How beautiful is that? That is awesome. All her paths are peace. Amen. So when I choose, yeah. see, again, we've, we're talking about how to guarantee success. Yes. How do I guarantee success? How do I guarantee increase? It's all in the Word. In the Word. It's in Applying the Word. Applying the Word to your life. Mm -hmm. Following the Word of God, His direction, His wisdom. Mm -hmm. mm. Yeah. And the Bible also says that all Scripture is inspired by God. Amen. All Scripture. Can you find that uh, reference? Mm -hmm. All Scripture is inspired by God and is useful for teaching, equipping, rebuking, correcting. It's useful for all these good things. But, but it's inspired by God. What does that mean? Uh, another translation said it's, God's, it's God breathed. Yeah. All, inscription, all Scripture is God breathed. That means this isn't just a book full of men's ideas of God. Or men thinking this is who God is. What is that? Second Timothy, Timothy three sixteen. Second Timothy. All Scripture is inspired by God and profitable for teaching, for reproof, for correction, for training in righteousness, so that the man of God may be adequate, equipped for every good work. For every good work. That's so. Uh, Serena yeah. says God is so cool because He promises to give us wisdom, and all we have to do is ask Him without doubting. Yeah, yeah. she's referring to James chapter yes. one. Where God says, if any of you lacks wisdom, just ask and he'll and, give it to you. <laughs> and he won't reprove you for asking. Yeah. He won't say, oh, you dummy. Yeah. Why? Oh, no, he's going to say, here, mm. here, here. See, he God, wants us to have wisdom. God is not a withholder of wisdom. Amen. He's not a withholder of wisdom. Whatever well, circumstances, the, whatever situation. The word proves it. I yeah. mean, God, God doesn't hold back. You know, one yeah. of the things, it's funny because some of the stuff that's in this word mm -hmm. is, is uh, crazier than stuff you'd watch on Jerry Springer. <laughs> I mean, it's not like God doesn't put it out there and make it real clear and yeah. obvious. Here's what not to do, and here's why. I mean, he, there's lots of great examples of, of men of faith and women of faith that followed God, and, and God did amazing things. But there's also a lot of examples. Just don't do this. Yeah. Never do this. This is a bad idea, and this is why, and this is what happened. So God has put you know, both sides of it in there, yeah. made it very obvious Mm -hmm. it's, it, it, it doesn't pull any punches. It's not like there's, there's gray areas in there. It, mm -hmm. it, he makes it real clear, okay, this wasn't smart. This wasn't wise. Don't do that. Yeah. This is the way you go, and, and this is how you pursue me, and this is how you find all of these blessings. Yeah. Do these. Mm -hmm. Makes it real clear. Amen. Amen. Uh, Jade asked a really good question, and, and if pa Pastor, if you're watching, um, I, I'd like to actually hear your input as well. But Jade asked the question, is wisdom a spirit? And that's actually a really cool uh, question. 
And, um, and obviously, all wisdom comes from God, mm-hmm. right? Because we, we just read in, uh, in Proverbs chapter 2, it says um, that wisdom, that God's, that, sorry, Proverbs 2, 6, it says, For the Lord gives wisdom, from His mouth comes knowledge right. and understanding. Right. But at the same time, God uses angels, right? Because the Bible yep. says in Hebrews that angels are agents of salvation. They minister salvation. And, and you actually see in, um, in, uh, in Daniel, right, when Daniel's fasting and praying, what, what, the angel had to face a battle to get wisdom or a revelation to Daniel and to show him what was, what was mm-hmm. taking place. Yes. So, so we, and you also look in the New Testament where the Bible says that, um, that uh, what, what was it? Um, the spirit of truth mm-hmm. will lead you in truth, speaking of the Holy Spirit. Yes. So the Holy Spirit gives wisdom, yes. and, and, and wisdom comes from the Holy Spirit. I, I'm actually curious uh, if Pastor has, has something that he'd like to add to that, but, but it comes from the Holy Spirit. You know, um, that's why we're talking about being in that fellowship. Right. You know, Lord, give me a spirit of wisdom yes. and revelation. Yeah. Actually, look, you got that's that right there. That's the Holy there. Spirit. Yeah, that's the Holy Spirit. Uh, yeah, there's you know, there's a number from, of places where where the the word actually says the spirit, spirit of, of wisdom, wisdom, but it's okay. talking about the anointing and the holy of the spirit. holy spirit. Yeah. Yes. So the Holy Spirit give me a spirit of wisdom and revelation and yes. knowledge. Of yes. Yes. You know. So so uh, so is wisdom a spirit? Wisdom is a part of what the Holy Spirit right. offers to yes. us. Yes. The spirit of truth leads you in truth. Yes. So if we if we need wisdom, it comes from the spirit. Yes. It comes from the spirit. Yeah, that, Isaiah, really Isaiah 11, 2. The spirit of the Lord will rest on him, the spirit mm-hmm. of wisdom and understanding, mm-hmm. the spirit of counsel and strength, the spirit yeah. of knowledge and the fear of the Lord. Mm-hmm. That's, that's all part of the spirit yeah. of the Lord resting on someone. Yeah. All of those parts mm-hmm. are, are uh, part of the endowment of the Holy Spirit. That's good. That's good. Mm-hmm. So, so essentially, as we've been kind of unpacking this a little bit, how do we guarantee success? It's in the word. Yes. Know the word, know the truth, and the truth will set you free. Right? That's what Jesus said. If you know the word, or you will know the truth, and the truth will set you free. Actually, you you begin to see that as um, that prophesying about Jesus in the book of Isaiah, you see that there are points when God says, "I'm going to put my word in their hearts." Mm -hmm. You know, like at this point, they had to they had to study it, they had to memorize it, and they had to do all these things. Which these are things that we need to do as well. Mm -hmm. But we actually have the Holy Spirit dwelling within us. Hear that? We have the Holy Spirit dwelling within us. We have the Word in us, Amen. right? Because I no longer Amen. live, but Christ, who is the Word, yes, dwells in me. me. Amen. Yeah, Pastor said the Holy Spirit is the Spirit of wisdom. Amen. 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 The Holy Spirit is the Spirit of wisdom, and so so uh, we have that dwelling in us. That means God has put His Word in our hearts, yes. right? He, he said, "I will hide my word, or I hide His Word in my heart, that I might not sin against Him." That's what David said. Amen. When we, when we make it a point to know the Word, to study the Word, mm-hmm. it comes in us, then we don't... Mm. It, it, yeah, David said, I'll hide it. His Word in my heart. I won't sin against Him. Yeah. So that empowers us to live free of sin, Amen. to overcome sin, which we'll be talking about uh, next week. Amen. And as you were saying, it'll also empower us to overcome adversity. Yes. Yes, and avoid it. Just avoid oh, it. Completely. Yeah. Outrun it, basically. Let mm-hmm. the blessings of God outrun us and yeah. and the adversity not catch up to us. That's so. good. That's good. Yeah. And but we have to be obedient to the word. Yeah, that's yeah. We have to be obedient to the word. 
What does the word say? Uh, you know, if you have it, like literally, I, this is what I love most about the word because we were we've been talking about this. But the word gives us answers to Amen. our to our problems. Amen. What does the Bible say about this issue that I'm facing? That's the best question you can ask. You're yeah. facing an issue. Find out what does the Bible say. If you if you're not able to find it, hey, praise God, you have pastors. Amen. <laughs> you have pastors. Hey, pastor, I'm going through this. Um, and I'm re I really want to know what the Bible says about that. Your pastor will be able to help you. Yes. You know, they'll be able to give you has, sound wisdom. They have. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's on both of them. It's one of the greatest blessings, you know, is to have someone with the anointing to pastor over you. Amen. Um, so, you know, let, let's just kind of throw in some keys right there that we're talking about. Keys to success, you know, mm -hmm. how to be successful. St meditate on the word. We t and in that, we, we talked about meditating, confessing and, and uh, reading the word. Mm -hmm. So all three of that kind of falls into that mm -hmm. category. That guarantees success. Also, seek counsel. Yes. You know, seek counsel. Seek godly uh, counsel. Godly, <laughs> that's a very important <laughs> distinction. Yeah, don't go to, you know, your, your unsaved brother-in-law and start mm -hmm. asking him questions about how to live right if he's got yeah. issues in his life. You want to go to somebody that's got godly wisdom, leading of the Holy Spirit, the Word of God is their basis. Mm -hmm. um, you know, solid, wise counsel. Yeah. Solid, wise counsel. Yeah. Um, I'm looking at uh, Proverbs 12, verse mm -hmm. 15. It says, uh, The way of a fool is right in his own eyes, mm -hmm. but a wise man is he who listens to counsel. So a foolish person, they think they're right all the time. Uh, I know what to do. Or, or Actually, this is something... When I was a, a youth pastor, this is something that I've heard often, and it, it's al almost always the precursor to backsliding. I just have to figure this out on my own. Ooh. That's, he, hear this. Mm. If you ever hear yourself mm. saying that, you're, it's a dangerous place to be. Yes. I, I, would hear, I, would, um, I would hear people say, you know, I, I, I just need to figure this out on my own. Yeah. And then they would begin to backslide immediately. Yes. Be well, why? Oh. Because... Well, here, here's the thing. I know, like, there, there were moments um, where, where teenagers were facing something. I knew they were facing something. I reached out to them. I said, hey, there are answers to your questions. Yeah. Do you want to sit down and talk? Yeah. And they said, I just have to figure this out on my own. And then they were gone. gone. They were gone in a matter of months. And it bro breaks my heart. I, I, like, I, I'm actually curious. Pastor, you're watching this now. How many mm. times have you seen that um, just in your years of ministry? Because... Because that's such a trap of the enemy. Yeah. Because it's not, you know, or, or, or this is what people say, I just need some time with me and God. That sounds good. Yeah. And, and obviously we need, we need that personal time with God daily. We need to spend time in fellowship. Yes. But when people use that as an excuse not to be in fellowship yeah. with, with other believers or, or not to seek counsel with their pastor. Yeah, that's like me saying, I, I don't really want to talk to you. That's I'm, pretty much what I'm going to go somewhere else. And, and what they're actually <laughs> saying is... I just need time to figure this out on my own. That's that. If you ever say to yourself, mm. I need to go think through this or mm. I need time to think through this, that might be the time you need to pray and seek yeah. some counsel because, yeah. like I just said here, the word says, there's a way that seems right to a man, it's not a good end. So mm. don't just rely on your thoughts, your thinking, your, you know, yeah. your worldly wisdom. Uh, Rely on the Word of God. Rely on the, the source um, of, of all wisdom yeah. and, and the authorities that God has put in your life. Yeah. 
to help you. They are there. The, the word says that they're there to help equip you for the work of the ministry, mm -hmm. to do what you're called to do in the Lord. Uh, th that's their call yeah. to help you. Mm -hmm. So if, if you think, think to yourself, I'm called to do something, but there's someone that's called to help me learn to do that something. Yeah. Don't you really need that help? If that's their call, if that's their anointing, if that's God's gifting through that person, yeah. do you not see that as a, as a beneficial source to you? That, that is vital. And, and in, a, in other ways, your submission to that authority, that, um, that kingdom authority, mm -hmm. is part of your heart being humbled before the Lord, mm -hmm. that you can actually hear from Him, that you'll receive the word, and it won't get torn up in, in the rocky ground or the weeds of this world, but that it would, be, that it would take root in you yeah. because you're not bound up in your own mentality or your own pride of, I can figure this out or I'm just going to do this or I don't need that person or I don't want to hear it. Maybe, maybe they said something to you in the past that maybe you didn't like. But I can tell you there are things that in this word are health and life to me. Yeah. That when I first hear them, they're not comfortable. Yeah. This is not about your comfort. We have to mature past mm -hmm. that point of being offended by everything or hurt by everything and start to receive from the Lord in a measure that helps us grow and mature and, and walk in the stature and, and maturity that God calls us to yeah. so that we can we can accomplish his goodwill mm -hmm. and be a blessing to other people as well. Mm -hmm. Because you, in a, in a sense, are also called to be an exhorter, a, yeah. an encourager of the brethren, to, to try to help others to, yeah. to bring the word into their life if they haven't heard it, yeah. so that you can be godly counsel and, yeah. and actually help them mm -hmm. and encourage them to get to where they're supposed to go mm -hmm. and grow in their maturity yeah. and fulfill their call. Yeah, and uh, Pastor Nicole actually said countless times they've seen that. Countless times. Countless times. It, don't it, don't, like, it's a don't be that. Don't, don't be like well, Dan. <laughs> Dan. Dan's Dan. the worst. Don't you don't like know Dan. it. Just look up Honest look it Preacher up. on YouTube. It's out there, Honest yeah, Preacher. It's, it's a great video. Anyway, <laughs> but, uh, but Hebrews 4, or Ephesians 4.11 tells us this. And he, get, he God, gave... So that means, that means what this gift is, it's something, it's from God. Mm -hmm. It's something that we need to address like it's from God. We need Amen. to esteem it like it's from God. Amen. What did he give? It, he gave some as apostles, prophets, some as evangelists, some as pastors and teachers. So the fivefold ministry has been given by God. Amen. And when we let the Lord plant us, then the, the authorities over us, the pastors that God has given over us, we need to esteem them as gifts from God. Amen. We need to treat them as gifts from God, not just someone, here, 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 here's a trap, Ooh. Um, where Ooh. a lot Feeling of coming. people, they, they want a good teacher, but they don't want a pastor. Ooh. They want someone who can preach to them on Sunday morning and then be out of their lives for mm. the rest of their, the mm. week. Ouch. Give me, give me a good word that I can amen on Sunday, but I don't, I don't actually want someone to tell me how to live my life. 
Yeah. When essentially, I mean, and a pastor's not there to tell you how to live your life. A pastor's there to mature you yes. and, to, and to get you into the full maturity that you, you need to be. This is actually what it says. Why did he give us these? For the equipping of the saints for the work of service. God gave you pastors to equip you to be successful in life. Amen. For, for, the, for the work yeah. of service, for whatever God's called you to do. He gave it for, okay, let me read that again. For the equipping of the saints for the work of service to the building up of the body of Christ until we all attain to the unity of the faith and of the knowledge of the Son of God. Amen. They help us gain a knowledge of the Son of God, of the Word of God, and this is where it gets good. Um, I just lost my spot, so I'm just kind of talking right now. To a mature man. Amen. They help you mature in your walk with Christ. Who was it? Um, Smith Wigglesworth said, for yeah. a believer to stay in two, day, two days in succession on the same spiritual plane is a tragedy. Yes. Basically what he's saying is if you spend two days and you, you're not growing, it's a tragedy. We're always supposed to be growing. And, and that's, why, that's why the Lord gave, put it on pastor's heart for this broadcast. Amen. A daily word. Every single day you have an opportunity to increase and to grow. Amen. That's why God gave us pastors, right? Mm. For, so that we can come to the mature man, uh, to the measure of the stature which belongs to the fullness of Christ. The fullness of Fullness Christ. of Christ. Amen. So, so essentially, when we seek counsel, when we actually esteem pastors as pastors, you know, when we have questions, we reach out to them. You know, we esteem them as ministers and as pastors. When we, when we choose to let them operate in the role that God is placed in there to operate in, we'll go up. Amen. To the fullness of Christ. Amen. Hmm. It's beautiful. I, I was, okay, so I'm Hebrews 6. Mm-hmm. Um, six I'll read just a few of these scriptures, but this is, this is uh, the writer talking about mm-hmm. maturing. Yeah. So Hebrews 6, 1. Now is the time, and this is in um, the Passion Translation, so it puts it in a little easier, simple words. But now is the time for us to progress Mm -hmm. beyond the basic message of Christ and advance into perfection, the fullness of Christ. The foundation has already been laid for us to to build upon, turning away from our dead works to embrace faith in God, teaching about different baptisms, impartation by the laying out of hands, resurrection of the dead, and eternal judgment. Let's jump down to verse 7. For men's hearts are just like the soil that drinks up the showers which often fall upon it. Some soil will yield crops as God's blessings upon the field. But if the field continues to produce only thorns and thistles, a curse hangs over it and it will be burned. Mm -hmm. Having said that, beloved, we are fully convinced that there are more beautiful and excellent things which flow from your salvation. For God, the faithful one, is not unfair. How can he forget the work you've done for him? He remembers the love you demonstrate as you continually serve his beloved ones for the glory of his name. But we long to see you passionately advance Mm -hmm. until the end and you find your hope fulfilled. So don't allow your hearts to grow dull or lose your enthusiasm, but follow the example of those who fully received what God had promised Mm -hmm. because of their strong faith and patient endurance. Mm-hmm. Let, me, let me read that in the last part in the NASB. This is something that um, pastor has, has preached multiple times. So that you will not be sluggish, but imitators 
of those who through faith and patience inherit the promise. So we're to mature, we're to grow, not to sit, not to be soil, dead soil that just keeps getting watered, you know, the rain falling on it and we're just soaking it up and we go nowhere. The whole point of it is to mature and grow up in Christ so that we can actually inherit the promises that, that come as we are faithful and we trust God, and we believe his word and apply it to our life. Yeah. Amen. It actually reminds me of a, uh, of a story by Bishop, that, that Bishop Oyedipo tells of when he was a young minister. There was another minister that went around and did a bunch of, of uh, meetings, mm-hmm. and he, he came back, and uh, he was in an office with Bishop Oyedipo, and, and uh, he just had this duffel bag full of the offering money that he mm-hmm. received. Mm-hmm. And uh, he told Bishop Oyedipo, he said, he said, "Son, uh, take whatever you need, you know, for your ministry out of this out of this bag." And Bishop Boyadipa said, "I don't want any of that money in there. I want what you have that produced that money." Wow. Yeah. And uh, hmm. and so you can hear that there was something in him that recognized, "I can take this and be fine for a little bit, but if I don't actually learn what he had in in him Amen. to produce that, yes, then then I'll just be in need again." Yeah, my, so, my supply can't be that satchel of money. Yeah, my exactly. supply has to come from the Lord, and mm-hmm. if I can learn to tap into God's supply, yeah. I won't need your duffel bag. Yeah, and and so this is why, this is why it's important for us as he as as Hebrews what six twelve mm-hmm. says, be followers or be imitators of those who through faith and patience have obtained mm-hmm. the promises, mm-hmm. have obtained the promises. Look for people whose lives are, are actually producing. Yeah. Look for people whose lives are producing and surround yourself with those people. Hmm. Find people who are, who are operating in the power of God, who are operating in the spirit of God, who you see, who, where people are getting saved, yeah. where, where miracles are taking place, where the spirit of God is manifesting and moving. Don't, don't, don't surround yourself with dead people because then you'll become dead. Surround yourselves and be followers of those who through faith and patience have obtained the promises. This is, this is another one of the traps as we're wrapping up. This is another one of the traps that the enemy tries to get people in is he tries to surround ourselves with people who have similar struggles as us. You know, like I'm let's say I'm struggling with depression. It's easy for me to surround myself with other people who are struggling with the same thing because I can feel like I can relate with them. Yeah. It, but what happens, Doesn't or, or I listen to music that feeds my depression, you know, stuff like that. <laughs> Bad uh, idea. I, and, Bad and recognize, idea. I'm coming from a position where I struggled with, with depression for, for my whole adolescence, you know. So I'm not just saying this completely unaware of how it operates. You yeah. know, I know. I, wa- I wanted to surround myself with people who struggle with the same thing because it actually helped me vo- validate huh. how I was feeling rather than overcome it. And, and, um, and uh, Hannah said, misery loves company. Misery yeah. loves company. We, we, I've heard that many times. You know, we, we like to surround ourselves with people who are struggling with the same things. But yeah. what we need to do is we need to surround ourselves with people who have overcome those things. Yes. You know, we, we also to, like to avoid being in a position where we feel challenged by someone. It, yeah. We like that status quo. Let, let me just sit back and relax for a little while. Yeah. Now, if you've ever been in the room with, with our Pastor Brian and, and Pastor Nicole, they will challenge you. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's not always comfortable, trust me. I, but yeah. the reality is that they are helping us grow, helping us grow. Anything, anything beneficial 
in a godly way is going to be discomforting to the flesh, to your to what you've thought, to what you've been, to who you've been. Do you really want to stay who you've been? Or would you rather become what God wants you to be? And, and it's okay that you're challenged. You should be challenged. Yeah. You know, if you read the word, you're going to be challenged. Mm -hmm. yeah. It's okay. Just get over the fact that, that you're not quite there yet. I, I'm not there yet either. We're not, we talked about that. We're not... We're not living proof of everything perfect in the Word working in our life right now. There's always room to increase. Yes, we always have room. And, and if, if we're willing to be challenged for God, there's, there's upward mobility, chance for improvement. Yeah. More. God has more for you. More. Amen. Amen. So, you know, as we're wrapping up, you know, the, the keys to overcome or the keys to find success always. Yeah. Guaranteed. Uh, Guaranteed, success guaranteed is, and just what we've been talking about today, mm -hmm. is know the word, right? right? All right. Meditate on the word, feed on the word, confess the word, mm -hmm. speak the word, mm -hmm. and surround yourself with godly counsel. So be followers of those who through faith and patience have inherited the promise. And as you do these things, you'll begin to mature in your faith. Amen. Uh, when people look at you, they're not going to, they're, they're going to, when people look at you a year from now, they're going to see a completely different person because you're maturing and you're growing and you're developing in your walk with Christ. Yeah. When you, when you apply these things, you know, through faith and patience, you know, patience is, is a key, right? Patience. See, anyone who's producing fruit, mm. they're, they have to be people of patience. Yes. And so, and, and as we wrap up, I just want to say this one thing. Don't condemn yourself for the position that you're in today. You know, a lot of times we can, and, and this kind of goes back into the contentment that we were talking about mm -hmm. yesterday, being content mm -hmm. wherever you're at. Yes. You're growing. Uh, one of the things Pastor Nicole has said is don't look at someone's position, look at their direction. Yes. Are you moving in the right direction? Are you maturing? Are you, are you growing? Then, then praise God, Amen. you're not where you were yesterday. Praise God a year from now. I mean, Kevin, let me ask you this. <laughs> uh, two years ago, what, what, all that you've learned over the last two years, yep. what does that compare to the previous however many years? Oh, I missed so much. So right. much. I missed so much. Now picture two years from now. Yeah, I, isn't that awesome? It's, it's right. encouraging to picture think that... Picture 10 years from now, where in the uh, yeah. world are you going to be? Because it's just going to increase. Yes. So, so don't condemn yourself over, well, I'm not at the spirit level of maturity that I should be. Mm. No. You're go, if, you're go, if you're in the right direction, I mean, like, think over the last couple months. What all has God taught you in those last couple months? If it's nothing, then you need to repent yeah. and, yeah. and <laughs> make, make a change. Yeah. But if, if, if you're like, man, I, there's so much that the Lord has shown me over this last year. It's, it's, it's amazing. Then praise God. Imagine where you're going to be a year from now. Imagine yeah. where you're going to be five years from now. Yeah. If, if you apply this. Yeah. If you are diligent to study the word. If you're diligent to dive into it. If you're diligent to seek counsel. If we're diligent in these areas, the heart of the diligent will be satisfied. The heart of the diligent will be made rich, the Bible says in Proverbs. Yes, yes. You know, so when we're diligent in these things, God will bless us. Amen. 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 Hmm. Amen. Hmm. That's good. Yeah. So, guys, uh, we just want to encourage you. I, I have nothing else to say. <laughs> you know, 
that like the, the Holy Spirit has been so good. This this week has been powerful. Amen. I've really been enjoying these teachings. Amen. Um, Me too. And, uh, and I, even I just, when it's been stepping on my toes, it's totally okay. Because <laughs> it has. It's, it's been stepping on my toes too. So it's yeah, fine. yeah, totally okay. Um, but guys, I, we we want to encourage you. Guys, we sow this broadcast into you. We always want to make an opportunity for give you an opportunity to sow at the end of our broadcast. Again, mm -hmm. this is a free broadcast, and if you're being led. This is a key. If you're being led by the Lord to give, we want to encourage you to give. If the Lord has spoken to you, if, if you received something out of this word, it's, it's always a good thing to sow into it because that actually helps produce a fruit in, in your life because you, you, you're actually attaching yourself to the word that was yes. spoken. You're yes. attaching not just, not just a mental agreement, but you're actually, you're actually sowing a seed yeah. into it. You're attaching a value to it. Yeah, you're attaching value yeah. yes. to, to the word that God just gave you. Mm -hmm. and, and there are countless places when you read throughout Scripture where God gave someone a revelation, and they set up an altar and made sacrifices to him. Amen. Or, or, they, or they gave an offering because, man, God just gave me a word. This is a holy thing. I'm going to esteem it, and I'm going to give. Amen. So if the Lord is, is pl planning it on your heart to give, you can go to giveww.org. we got Cash App, Facebook, Text to Give. We have PayPal. We mm -hmm. have uh, cryptocurrency. We have all those, those different ways that you can sow. Uh, but we want to encourage you, atta attach your faith to this, uh, to this word um, if the Lord is leading you uh, by giving. Amen. Would you like to pray? Amen. 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 And we, we see a number of people already sowing. Yeah. Praise God. If the Lord's leading you, please do it. Don't pass up the opportunity to, to sow a seed in the kingdom Amen. for his purpose and his plan. And Father, we just pray your blessing, Lord God, on every single sower. That, Lord, you would bless it. That you would multiply it back to them, Lord. And that you would raise up, Lord God, a blessing in their life. A great blessing in your word, financially, Lord. In guidance, Lord God, wisdom, that your spirit, Father, would be upon them and that would lead them, God, into your goodness, Father, into everything that you have for them, Father. We pray your blessing on them, Lord. We pray your blessing on every gift that's given, that it would be multiplied and useful for your kingdom's sake, Father, that it would bring forth your, your purpose and your plan in your timing, Lord, as we obey and follow you. We thank you for it, Father, when we receive it now by faith in Jesus' name. And Amen. let every gift, Lord, be returned to them, pressed down, shaken together, pouring out into their lives, Amen. God. And let it manifest a harvest, mm -hmm. a beautiful harvest. Yes, Father. In the name of Jesus, we thank you. Your word says yes, that we will reap a harvest when we don't give up. And I thank you for the harvest you, that's Father. coming. Yes, In Father. Jesus' name. Thank you. Amen. 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 Thank you guys for sowing. Thank you guys for just even sowing your time. You know, to, to be here, to listen to this broadcast. Thank you for sowing your time. There, God's going to bless that. Um, you know, God blesses that. We sow seeds, you know, financial seeds, and God reaps financial harvest. When you sow seeds of your time, mm -hmm. God, God will actually reproduce and multiply the time that you've sown to him. Amen. This is a little bonus for you guys. Mm. The time that you've sown into this broadcast, into watching this broadcast, this includes everyone that's, that's in, the, in the studio this includes everyone that's watching right now. The time yeah. that you've sown into this, yes, God yes. will actually multiply and bless the rest of your time. Because whatever a man sows, that he will reap. And, and, and in Deuteronomy 28, what does it say? Mm. He will bless all the work of your hand. Thank You'll be able to do more in the next hour than you were in, in all previous hours combined because you sowed your time into this. Amen. So let that blessing be for you today. 
Guys, we love you. Thank you so much for joining us today. Uh, we're excited. We'll see you next week. Okay, we're going to hand it over to, to uh, Marky. Sorry, I'm, I'm looking for it. Sorry. Marky. Just take it there. Hi, my name is Marky. That's me. That's my name. It's Marky. Hi. Good to see you. Thank you for joining us today on the broadcast. Another way that you can sow is you can literally sow the word into people's lives by sharing the broadcast and liking it. When you like our videos, when you comment, when you subscribe, you're helping build our channel to get the word out to people that need it. So if you haven't liked this video yet, go down and like it right now. If you haven't commented, comment and say hi and share it. You can share it. Uh, you share the link. You can text it. Email it, probably. You could probably email it. Do all kinds of fun stuff with the link. So go ahead and do that and share the word. And I have a special, I have a couple special announcements. Do you like to do stuff on the weekends? Do you like to uh, do fun stuff? Do you like the weekend? It's Friday, so happy Friday. I have good news for you. We have a full weekend here at Albemarle. If you would like to be here, if you are anywhere in the area or would like to get here, tonight we have prayer night from 6 p.m. to 12 a.m. And let me tell you, it is a powerful night. Oh my goodness, it goes by so fast when you are praying and interceding. And it's, it is not a dead service. The Holy Ghost moves. It is powerful. I always come out of this so blessed and so thankful for prayer. And then Saturday, this Saturday at 1 p.m., we have Soul Winning Saturday. If you have never shared the word with people in this way, we have training that starts at 1 p.m. We will show you exactly how to share the word with the lost. We will equip you for that. No need to, to go into it nervous or anything like that. You don't even know how to need to know how to do it. Just come and we'll help you. And then Sunday, we have a Ho Holy Spirit Sunday. So we have our regular service at 10 a.m. And then at 4 p.m., we have Holy Spirit service, which is always amazing. We set that time aside for the Lord to move. And let me tell you, He always does amazing things and pours out. It's going to be awesome. One last announcement. At the end of next, not the end of next month, it's just in next month, we are going to be having Evangelist Ankit with us. And oh my goodness, I am so excited. It's going to be great. So miracle meetings from April 11th to April 14th. You're going to want to come. Wherever you are, you're going to want to come. And you're also going to want to bring friends because he is a, he is a very anointed minister. And he has a supply for us. It's going to be great. Well, Happy Friday. Hope to see you this weekend here in Albemarle and Monday. Oh, oh, I have another announcement. I almost forgot. Monday, we start our series, How to Overcome Sin. Man, they are on it in the back with getting these graphics up. Thank you for flowing with me. We have How to Overcome Sin. It is going to be great. Uh, there's going to be a lot of wisdom poured out next week. Um, you know, we all need to hear that message. It's going to be really great. So happy Friday. We will see you this weekend and see you Monday. Bye. <laughs> 